0: Welcome to the PM Power Podcast, where Darren Hunter from Inspired Growth Training interviews some of the world's best property management experts to give you real solutions to the biggest issues property managers struggle with everywhere. For 25 ways to control office interruptions so you can slam through more tasks faster, go to PMPowerKeys.com. Hi, everyone. Darren Hunter here. Before we get into our podcast, just want to do a quick shout out for Inspection Manager. What an amazing inspection app platform that they have. And they're really excited at the moment with their tenant assisted routine inspections, where your tenants in the convenience of their own time frame and in the convenience of their rental property, they can be getting you through the app inspections, um, their own inspection or their own photos that they've done. Now, this is going to help you, particularly if you're in lockdown, but what we've also found as businesses have come out of lockdown, um, they've found that perhaps they can do maybe one or even two of these inspections a year aside from scheduling their normal routine inspections. The next step, really, go and have a demo, have a look for yourself and make a decision where this could actually work for you too. So go to inspectionmanager.com, request a demo and check it out. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here from the PEM Power Podcast Show and today our guest uh, presenter, guest panelist, whatever you want to call him of course, is Jason Wright, who is the Principal Director with Essential Property Management based in Adelaide of South Australia. Welcome Jason. Well, (laughs) thanks mate. (laughs) Nice to see you. (laughs) Always an awkward start, isn't it? Always. uh, You know, Jason, some months ago, you know, um, and you are a a really good friend of mine, and you were helping me out with some stuff, and we got talking about rent increases, and I was really impressed with your language and attitude of vigilance Mm
1: -hmm. around
0: making sure that every property on your portfolio, on your rent roll, is maximised to rent. So let's just start with this. I think you know, creating a good background here across Australia, across New Zealand and also across the United States. You know, rents are on the increase because demand is outstripping supply. Of course, if demand wasn't outstripping supply, then rents are coming down, but there seems to be a pattern everywhere. And it is my experience, uh, Jason, um, that a lot of agencies aren't focused on making sure their rents are maximized. So let's just throw it at you. Why should we as property managers be making sure that our rents are maximised to market conditions, not just that when the property becomes vacant and we need to find a new tenant, but also uh, when the property um, leaks is up for renewal or mm-hmm. even when the tenant is in on a non-fixed term agreement, which is very common on the eastern states of Australia. Why should we as property management professionals be wanting to make sure the rents are maximised?
1: Let's go back a step and let's say that a year and possibly two I was as guilty as every other agent I know which is and you were an agent once upon a time we had five and ten dollar increases and that's just become the norm and at a moment in time we had a dull in our market where people were asking for small rent reductions and we were forced to comply so it only seems fair that when we're in this sudden an unrealistic rise that landlords be rewarded if they've complied to reductions in the past. That's the first thing to note. The second thing to note is that whether it be for the better of the landlord or whether it the better of our agency, it's my job as a director to maximise my return and my owner's returns on their investment. It's as simple as that. And when we're you know, $10 a week is $500 a year, but $80 a week is $4,000 a year. And that's the difference at this moment in time between owners getting a new hot water service, going on a family holiday, it's a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Now, look, what I'm about to say here, I'm convinced not all property managers understand, but most do, but I still want to go through this Um, for the benefit of those that are unsure. But how do we know what uh, rent to maximize it to? Now, is it just a hunch? Is it we just do an automatic five bucks or whatever? But what is the best method, Jason, to make sure to know market conditions and to maximize
1: well, I think there's three things that you should be doing, particularly at this moment in time. You should be every agent, every good agent should have access to Price Finder or RP Data slash CoreLogic. And if you're in other parts of the world, I can only assume they have some other agent styled software. So we should be doing a CMA or a comparable market analysis on every property at this time to make sure that we're getting maximum rent or what the rent would be as if treat it like a listing presentation. Every time you do a lease renewal and do a proper CMA first. Second, go to your portals in again in Australia, realestate.com and domain and look at comparable styled properties for rent right now in this market and work out what the current rent is then do your increase accordingly now the way that you approach that is with you first in consultation with your owner and you say right if we were to take this to market today, we would get an extra 50 70 80 or $100, which is the conversations I'm having on a daily basis with my owners right now. So this tenant has been a great tenant, so we'll reward them with a 75% increase of that market. Or they've been a, a, a terrible tenant, so we'll... we'll we'll not renew and we'll take it to market and get maximum dollars. Or they've been a not bad tenant, but we won't be heartbroken if they don't move out. So you might go 90% of the market value.
0: Yeah. And I just want to add to that. There's a lot of property managers at this point and particularly, and here, here is what I've worked out. If a property manager is doing everyday property management, dealing with repairs, repairs and maintenance, letting of properties, whatever, you know, their mind is not thinking about what market rents are doing across the board like a BDM would be. They're just not focused on it. So I guess because they're working in the the back-end management, they're not thinking about that. The property comes up, the lease renewal, they've got a stable tenant, stable tenancy, everything's good. In their mind, why would they want to rock? rock the boat they they're concerned about if they do put it up to market rent that the tenant will leave what what do you say to property managers like that that are i just want to remain really on the ultra conservative side when it comes to rent increases
1: well again i think there are two things at this moment in time for the first time in my i worked out this week 10 year career we are at the forefront or we are on the front foot of having access to 10 out of 10 tenants. For the first time in my career, you don't have to pick B class tenants anymore because shortage is that low that every tenant is a 10 out of 10. So if they move out, they move out. I've got a 10 out of 10 tenant who will take their spot and I'll get a 2.2 week let fee. So I'm not heartbroken if they move out, if I'm perfectly honest with you. But at the opposite side, They should be rewarded if they are a great tenant. But when we're talking an $80 lapse in the market, what they're currently paying in rent from last year's rent, in addition to the $80 that's gone up in the last 12 months, then Meeting somewhere in the middle is still the answer, putting it up $50 or $60 so that when the tenant calls you, and they will call you and they will get upset with you, and that's a simple case of going, hey, Hey, tenant, Uh, I recognise that it's a bit of a surprise. And if you've got great relationships with them, like you've just claimed, then the answer to that is make an outbound call so it's not a surprise to them. You know, when you're increasing your fees by this much, it's worthy of a, hey, Darren, I just wanted to give you a heads up. I'm about to send you your lease renewal. The market suggests I should put your rent up $80 a week, but you're an amazing tenant. So I'm going to put it up $50 a week and you'll get upset with me, but you appreciate the heads up. Then I encourage you to go and do your own research, and which they do, and then they come back and realise that I've actually done them a favour and they sign it. It's not
0: now, for me, as a property investor, the times that I've simply spent five minutes on in Australia, the, you know, the number one major property marketing portal, in five minutes, I can see exactly what the next rent should be, depending on what else that's similar in the area and what what's going. Um, but also the lack of availability of properties tells me a lot as well. And, you know, many times, um, I, I've got it. Uh, I've suggested it. Sometimes it's been a bit steep, you know, and we've just got it. It's never, ever been an issue. But what I have seen is a lot of property managers out there are too scared to increase the rent, even though they know what rents they could be getting because they feel that they would lose a good tenant. Now, I think, you know, from from this point, I remember I had this letter, Jason, some years ago, uh, and it's still available to our IGT exclusive members in our serial late rent offender letters. And this particular letter was along the lines of, look, you know, um, we've noticed that you continue to be behind in your your rent despite all of our best uh, endeavours to contact you, call you, SMS, text you, email you, blah, 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 blah. And we just realized now, you know, that you've decided to make sure your rent stays late. Words of that effect. And it's pretty much in your face. So, you know, we're giving you uh, two choices. Choice number one, uh, we simply don't renew your lease. That simply means that you need to go and find a property elsewhere. But please consider the extra costs involved. Then it went through eight different costs. Things like the cost of removals, the cost of getting your utilities reconnected, Um, the cost of the extra wear and tear to your goods, Um, a possible lodgement on a national default tenancy database. And I just went through all of these costs of all the things that will add up to should they choose to continue not to pay the rent and and we choose not to renew their lease. And then I go, or you can just simply, um, here's your second choice. Your next choice um, is simply pay your rent on time. And so in light of that, in fact, it's the uh, the least expensive of the two options there. Um, But I guess with property managers, they're scared of seeing a good tenant go. that is what the, uh, the, 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 the tenant is facing should they leave is all of those removal costs or moving costs that are associated with all the inconvenience as well. And here is the deal, Jason on top of paying all of those costs to move, which are substantial, um, they still have to then go and pay market rent. Correct. It would pay that they may as well just be paying market rent where they are and save on all that other stuff. Correct.
1: And, And, And again, I reiterate that define a good tenant and reward them for it. But when we're talking in this moment in time, so my company policy right now, is that minimum rent increases, no ifs or buts, regardless of market rate, is $20. The minimum in my office right now is $20. If anyone puts a rent up less than $20 without my written consent, it's a written warning. Right. And that's about managers and directors taking ownership. And I, before this podcast started, I I suggested to you, Darren, to grab a calculator. You know, let's say that the average increase... Still, I've, got, I've yep. got a calculator
0: here in, in, in my hand, so let's just do some numbers. Far away, what numbers do you want me so to So
1: let's work? assume that your market rent is $400 per week. Yep. And let's say that... That's rents- about
0: for our, for our Americans. Just that's, that's, um, we, we do work on weekly currency here in Australia. I know Americans work on monthly. I'll just give that... Figure to, to our American friends at $1,733. Yep, so far away, so it's $400 a week.
1: $400 a week. Yep. Um, and let's assume your average management fee is, they haven't had your training, let's assume it's only 7%.
0: Okay, and of course, each city different. In Sydney, they might be at 5%, all of that. So people, it's just numbers, just understand, this is how we are working it out. So we times that by... Um, I've just put in there times by 0.07. Yep. And that gives me a figure of $28.
1: Terrific. Times 52 weeks in the year.
0: Times by 52. Yep. And that's
1: $1,456. Yep. And then times that by the number of properties inside your portfolio. So let's assume it's 300.
0: Times by 300. Yep. Yep, that's four hundred and thirty-six thousand eight hundred dollars. So I think we've done some wrong numbers. Let's just go back a bit. So um, let's just go. What would let's just say what the difference was. So let's just say it's uh, what is it? What are we? Oh under- uh,
1: no, no. So four hundred. Let's. That's the step we missed. I apologize. Yep, that's all so right. let's assume the average rent is four hundred. Therefore, yep. the rent's gone up by ten percent. So we're talking a
0: 40- forty $40. Ah, now we're, okay. So let's do this again. So let's just uh, um, go $40 times by 0.07. All right, times by 52,
1: 52 weeks two. in a year.
0: All right. And then, um, and then we, so that's $145.60. So in fact, what we're saying here is we're missing out on $145 a year in management fees. We times that by 300. If we've done that across all properties, that's $43,680. And people listening to this, that's a lot of money, but also the actual hit to the business value as well, because, you know, as we know, the, the, the uh, rent roll is valued on the base management fee income times by a multiplier, whatever that multiplier is. And as you can see, you know, that's a, a big hit to the value as well uh, that mm-hmm. we, could, we could be getting. We could be missing out on $100,000 in business value, $50,000 or whatever. So it's very, very worthwhile to do. And this is what I found, Jason, when, when I was doing business consultancy and doing business health checks, I would ask the question, you know, are rents maximized when a tenant moves out and you need to re-rent the property at mm-hmm. vacancy? And I found most property managers don't have a problem with that. They've got no problem in taking it from, you know, an extra 40 or $20 or whatever market conditions allow for to maximize the rent. But when I said to them, okay, what about at least renewals going from a fixed term to a fixed term um, or a fixed term to a non-fixed term? What about that? Oh, you know, and then we we worked out that they weren't to market conditions. And then I asked, what about the tenants that are on a continuous non-fixed term lease? And they admitted there was no processes in place at all to review those. That's crazy. I
1: don't... (laughs) I have a policy in my office that we simply do not do non-fixed term leases. Yeah. It's a yeah. not negotiable. Yeah. Uh, uh, non-fixed term or periodic is what it's called in and South I, Australia.
0: I do want to add in in, in Victoria, New South Wales, um, And I believe um, now or soon in New Zealand, places like that, where we cannot force any longer a fixed term lease renewal. We actually do have to allow a non fixed, but that's cool. But what I'm saying is I would send them a get out Jason, (laughs) all I'm going to say, mate, the next Labor government that comes in South Australia, I promise you that one's going to be on the table. Um, And also enforcing that. uh, an owner cannot say no unreasonably to a pet. Is is coming? It's coming. So this so is am the governments are rolling out around the country. I, I don't,
1: I don't not support the pet. To be perfectly honest, I've always used the the pets negotiable script as part of my as part of my selling because yeah. my job is to bring every application to the table. And sometimes they have pets, and sometimes they don't. And I always use the gay couple with a pomeranian as the analogy. Why would you not pick a gay couple with a pomeranian? But unless unless you put pets negotiable, that gay couple's not applying. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: no, fair yeah. enough. And I think we all agree that attitudes have really changed. I remember back in my day, and I'll admit, you know, because we're not here to talk about pets, but I admit back in my day, I was very old school, and I was very anti-pets, but now I do confess that I was back in property management, then, um, you know, my attitudes changed because people no longer have dogs and cats, it's fur babies, and, yeah. you know, there's there's a big change in culture, certainly my mind's has changed as well, but let's move back to rent increases. So, and- sorry,
1: one other thing to consider on that quickly, though, is the, the insurance market has adapted also so that's the other variable I'll say to an owner consider a pet because there are now companies that cover that have really decent pet cover therefore it's worth the risk
0: yeah and I only wish that certainly in the Australian market we could actually charge a pet bond but that's another that's another, <laughs> session, another day. maybe we need to do something on pets Jason but let's go back to, the, uh, to to rent increases. Okay, so you're on the phone to an owner saying rents have gone up. We recommend you can put them up by $50 a week if that's what you feel is necessary. Um, And the owner says, well, they seem like a great tenant. Don't put up the rent. What's your uh, response to that, given that you are not entitled to a management fee increase? Okay, well...
1: Certainly, I don't raise the fee issue with the ten- with the owner. What I'm saying to the owner is, and we're using a two pronged effect there, one being that. We don't know how long this demand in the market is going to go for, and we remind them that three years ago or four years ago when there was a lull in the market, we accommodated the rent reduction request at that time. We met the conditions of the market there, so it's only fair and reasonable we meet the conditions of the market now. The other thing that the owner is doing is an injustice to their tenant if if it goes up $80 this year and it goes up another $40, $50, $60 next year, uh, that will actually mean the owner's property is under-rented by $150 and trying to claw that back next year will be far harder than clawing some of it back now. And that's how we're doing the script with the owner. We're just saying we don't know what the future holds, but if we don't at least put it up something now, if it goes up again next year, the 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 gap is going to be so huge we'll never recover.
0: Yep. Yep. No, that's good. That that's that's really good. I think that um, it would be an injustice on the tenant yes. um, and by not doing it now and leaving more paints for later on. I thought that was mm-hmm. a really, really good way of. Uh,
1: that's right, and that's the way you sell it to an owner. We're actually doing them a favour by putting their
0: rent up now. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Alrighty, righty, so um, I've run out of things to say.
1: <laughs> well, there's a first. Is there anything else you want to add to that,
0: Jason?
1: Well, the only other thing, whether it's a business owner listening to this right now or whether it's a property manager that, like you say, is reluctant about that conversation, then as a business owner, let me speak to both of you right now and go is your pay rise on the agenda in the following 12 months and if it is then how do you anticipate that your boss pay for that if we're not doing everything we can as property managers to generate additional revenue to pay for it so the the minute I had this conversation with my team and this is before the market went nuts, just grab your calculator again, Darren, and let's yep. assume that we've got a property manager who doesn't want to put it up at all. Go $10 a week for me. Yep. Times 0.07. Yep. Times 52. Yep. And then let's assume that is it. most marketplaces have about 120 properties under management.
0: Uh, I would say... Per person? Um, oh, 100, yeah. yeah, 100 to 100 140.
1: Percent. So let's call it 100.
0: Times by 100? hmm So it's $3,640.
1: And then most pro- most property managers want $1,500 to $2,000 pay rises each year. Yeah. And if you use the sales to PM ratio uh, that the agency gets half and the a- agent gets half, if you're not putting your rents up at least $10 a week, then you are not worthy of a pay rise because there's no revenue to pay for it.
0: Or on the other hand, you you possibly now have something that you can go to your boss very respectfully, sit down and have a chat about the situation. um, And You know, There possibly could be a pay rise there. Of course, business owners don't hate me for what I've just said. I just want to put something else on the table too because I'm a fee maximisation expert. And when it comes to sending the letter of notification that you do need to put up your fees because of XYZ reason and we help people to justify their fee increases. Um, In this case here, to actually say, look, Mr. Owner, um, we could also uh, be able to affect a rent increase on your property to, to offset it or help offset, be careful with your words, of course, Um, it does soften the blow though uh, the blow is not that as as hard as what you think it is but a rent increase is always a great um, uh, opportunity to get um, fee maximization done across your portfolio as well and if you want more information on that just email me darren at igtmail.com that's darren at igtmail.com and i'll be able to give you some advice on that but um, yeah, I think that was a, a, a great session, um, Jason, around rent increases. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it. And I think also just one more point. Obviously, you can only increase rents in accordance with your legislation. Legislation is very different across the different Residential Tenancies Acts across Australia and New Zealand. So you've got to know your act and on what under what conditions you can increase the rent with. But um, one of the things is is that a lot of tenants don't like or don't want to remember their rent increase, whether it's 60 days down the track or whatever. Always just, you also send them an SMS text before the rent increase is due. Of course, an SMS text is not your legal notice. You've got other ways and means that you've got to legally advise the tenant. But uh, the SMS text is just a great way, just before the rent increase takes effect, to remind them that as of next week, the rent goes up by you know, whatever. So it just makes it a lot easier for you. So yep. I agree. And tip there. But Jason, so um, thank, thank you so much for your time. No um, and And uh, Jason, if people want to reach out to you, um, what's the best way to contact you? Sure. They can either
1: PM me on Jason Wright on Facebook or they can email me at jason at au.
0: Cool. And of course, you'll find Jason is a valued valued member in our IGT Inner Circle Facebook group. So go to IGT Inner Circle Facebook group, answer the three questions if you're not in the group. And you'll also uh, find Jason in that group too. But Jason, thank you so much for your time and your help on this podcast.
1: You're so welcome, mate. Thank you.